Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero, Kane Hodder, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, CJ Graham, and you're listening to Deep in Horror, Texas. You gotta be fucking kidding. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. This is Jeff. I'm Nathan. And this is Ralph. Uh, we're here today to talk about the new remake of Pet Cemetery. Woo, buddy. Oh, man. The, this movie, like... Silence. <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable gap. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Now we're not going to do uncomfortable silence. Um, this movie, we got a trailer, what... Uh, late last year, which was fucking mid phenomenal. to late last the year, yeah, was oh my god. The trailer really did bring up a lot of hype, and for them, like first starting off with Stephen King's It, which did amazing, and now leading into Pet Cemetery, what better movie to jump into? The, you know, the kids drumming, yeah, and wearing the mask. I mean, uh, the procession. Oh, the family set up, and I was very hyped up for John Lithgow to be playing uh, the Judd character i was like whoa mm-hmm. this is gonna be interesting yeah buddy and, uh, yeah it looked very i mean just promising eerie yeah. like you said stephen king's it i was like oh man i'm on the hype train this looks amazing yeah th- this the, the the trailers really did sell it for for a lot of us and the the movie like like anytime you get like a book adaptation of a movie they're going to take their own little liberties and whatnot and this movie uh, with the exception of a few things here and there in the book, because we are talking bo- about a fairly large book, like about the size of it, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. no. This wasn't? is maybe half the size. Of it. Half the I size? think it's about 350, maybe 400 pages. Oh, okay. So that's not too terrible. It's a, it's a nice paperback to pick up. Okay. I haven't read 374. it. 374. I haven't read it in quite a while. 374! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that was scary. <laughs> but um, down. a little scarier than no, the movie. I thought. I, 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 I remember it being closer to something the size of it, but I, I might be mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was, it was hailed as like one of his most scary books. Yeah, I mean, the book is actually pretty fucking scary. Mm-hmm. It think. was. I thought it was scarier than it. And I mean, if anybody, uh, if you have Audible. Uh, with Amazon and stuff like that, check out the the they did a re reissue of the audiobook and it's actually read by the guy who plays Dexter. Uh, shit, I forget his name. Dexter Morgan, uh, the the guy who played the TV show Dexter. Dexter, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of his actual, Michael Michael something, right? But uh, Michael yeah. Jal White. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't think so. But. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> uh, Michael C. Hall. There you go. Uh, ah. Yeah, he does the uh, the, he the does, guy from Weird Science. He narrates the the Michael. Uh, <laughs> Michael C. Hall from uh, Weird Science and Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah, the, the guy from Dexter does uh, the audiobook and actually does a really good job because he plays all the characters pretty well. Yeah, I was actually thinking about uh, listening to it before uh, watching the watching the movie and after watching the movie, and I saw it on Audible. It's it's 15 hours long. I was like, nope, yeah, not going to cram that for 374. <laughs> like Ralph told me that, and I was like, fuck, that was oh. kind of a thick book, but. 
No, I read that. Like, I thought it was bigger. You than can that. read that. Read that one sitting mm-hmm. if you have like you know if you have the time. Have the time. Yeah, but, but dude, you read every third word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> skin. Uh, no, it's a really good. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good book. Bird though. Skin. Um, I've only read it once or twice. That's yeah, I'd, but it was enough for me to like you know. I appreciate it. I yeah. read whatever my dad had in his library, which was Dolores Claiborne. Um, uh, it was a fucked up book to read. Yeah, that was a fucked up one. <laughs> yeah. Like he, just like look at whenever. Just look at the. <laughs> Your hands are cold. Warm them up here. What is that yeah. called? So eclipse. Just just keep looking at the eclipse, honey. It's creepy as shit. My dad had a bunch of books from college, and a lot of them were weirdly enough Stephen King books. But like back to the movie. Um, the this movie it. It it takes a it takes a lot more from the books than I, I believe the original did. Um, granted, it does take some changes here and there where um, they kind of make their own little liberties. But either either way, they still miss out on some things that I wish they would have touched up on. Yeah, I had a lot of promise with these two directors because they did a Starry Eyes. It's mediocre film. I mean, I find it to be fun because the horror genre needed something like this. It's somewhere between Mulholland Drive and Lost Highway kind of fucking play area, which is very Lynchian. So seeing these two directors tackle a Stephen King property was really enticing to me because I, I I really love Starry Eyes. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I actually had the soundtrack too, which was released from Waxworks and just got repressed, I think, recently. But, uh, yeah, dude, I was really looking forward to seeing what these two directors would do. Because, I mean, they handled Chuck Palahniuk's work uh, sincerely and, I think, well enough that I was always looking forward to what their next project was going to be. And when they tackled Pet Cemetery, I was like, wow, if they bring anything that they did with uh, Starry Eyes, I think we're in for a treat. Also, what's another takeaway from this? If you're sitting down in the theater and you're wondering why this film looks so clean and good and and fun is that the cinematographer is actually the same t- cinematographer that's worked with a lot of Ben Wheatley's films. And if you're not familiar with Ben Wheatley, get on that ball. That is one of the directors to just go through his filmography, uh, start at Kill List and get your way up to High Rise, and then even check out Free Fire, which I, I think was just exquisitely missed uh, in, the, in the recent years. I mean, these are really great films, and they're photographed very well. And seeing this guy, I think it's Laurie something. I forget his name. Strode? Uh, I wish. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this, this cinematographer, he kicks ass, and he does a good job in Pet Cemetery. It just feels like um, – we'll get into it. It's just uh, when you're dealing with a property like King, I think there's a lot of liberties you can take for the better and also obviously for the worse. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, so let's start it off like this movie. It starts off in the same fucking way that we can always think of, which is pretty much the family comes in. No, it starts even worse than that. It starts with a drone shot. Oh, yeah. That's end, right. that's which was cool. just horrible. No way. I hate it. I, I, I found that. Well, you ca- didn't really like the drone shot in Evil in the Evil Dead remake, right? Or was that? Was that you? No, that made me sick in theaters. Okay, where, that it was you. It, I was like, thinking of down, well, I just, hand I, up. Oh, I, I went purpose up. for that situation, and I guess the illusion of to the end was going to be it was great setup, but then you watch the end and you're like, you should have just saved it. Mm-hmm. That was like revealing. I, I liked it because it shows you like this turbulence. Okay, it's like as the, what was the fire at, at, in the as, field. As the, I don't fucking know. Exactly. As like the a, fucking, as the, as the sun is starting to rise, you're coming across this like murder scene. I, I kind of gave me the, the EBGBs. Gotcha. Honestly, I really like the opening. I mean, you see the blood smears on the ground and then smeared on the fucking wall and the, the handrail and shit. That's nasty. It was like, fuck, this is what you would walk up on. And, and I, I, Kind of dug that. Yeah, especially in that. They fucking Tarantino do. They, well, they always do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're saying like that shows the family show up. And yeah. Then, yeah, that was I've, just. Yeah, they, um, yeah they, you did start off with that. I completely forgot about that. Um, but you, then you end up getting it. It, it. it starts off with the family showing up just like it did the original. Yeah. And you're introduced to all the main the main characters, Ellie, Rachel, um, Church, Blah blah, blah 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 what's the kid's name i forgot his name gage. already gage <laughs> um you you get introduced to the entire family and they're coming from boston to of all places to come and enjoy the scenery and enjoy yeah. this Although new Maine. place 
Yeah, they just want to, you know, same thing. They wanted to get away. Mm-hmm. Less busy the life. Doctor was working graveyard shift, didn't have much time for the family. Right. This would give him. And I don't remember them saying that in the original. Yeah. Did they? Was well, they that allude the to that he needed to get away from the city mm-hmm. just to have more family time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Same kind of setup. I mean, it's pretty much the same film. Carbon. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> literally carbon, carbon copy. copy. Yeah. Um, Except they smear all the letters wrong. <laughs> smeared Sorry. all the letters wrong yeah mm-hmm. i don't know we'll i do i do like how they did the original pet cemetery uh you know the the title card with the green foliage behind it i i really was i was digging the beginning of this movie i don't know why um like i said the murder scene the the title card i really like jason clark um he, he's a good actor yeah i love him in that terminator film that was really, was Shut really good. Shut the fuck up. He was good. Genesis? Yeah. That's where you're basing him off That's of? That's what I'm basing him off of. Okay. He was I good didn't in that. Genesis. <laughs> Genesis was fun. I saw Genesis the theaters. Genesis all right. It's not the worst of the series. Uh, not yeah. exactly the best either, either from yeah. what I'm told. Terminator 3 holds that title. That was the... That was the that I like Terminator 3. What? I like Terminator 3. Oh, God. Yeah, that was a good one. Another mush face actor yeah. I can't stand. Oh, Nick Stahl's amazing in that film. Oh, yeah. God, and then you have the next one with uh, Anton Yelchin or Yelkin. And Christian Bale, yeah. Yelkin, but, uh, that one I just watched. It's and on Sam Netflix. Worthington from Avatar, bad. which is yeah. really? it's a great film. Yeah, it wasn't half bad. Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, uh, good for you. I love it. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I was digging... You know, it felt all too familiar. I think that was a, a problem yeah. for me. Is it was like, and if you can't tell, listeners, they got the leash on me big time because I would eat this fucking film. Well, we're gonna eat the film with a fucking spoon. You, yeah, you can. No, you can. No, this you is, can lay into it. I'm just. Well, you already said that, so go ahead and this let was, go. Let him have his fun. I think you get the one only shot of the road being an actual threat at the very beginning of the film, which is fucking very seldom oh my god the road it's scary and then judd's introduction is totally through ellie so you are basically father never taking interest in his neighbor throughout maybe the first 20 minutes i hate how they meet i agree and john Mm -hmm. lithgow's in the chemistry of that is just so it could have been it pales in comparison of the original Mm -hmm. like so much of this film well there's a there's a thing okay is how how uh what was monster's name I forget the, the the original actor's name. Gotcha. The original Judd was. Yep. I remember his name. I was Fred Gwynn. So in the original, Fred Gwynn, you know he he's the bringer of information watch he, out for that road yeah, that road is taking know, one no, of come here little fellow carries the kid off the road how you doing i'm judd i'm your neighbor blah 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 you got to be careful with that road you know blah there's trucks that just haul ass down it i mean he's like he's an informational he's the neighborly, neighborly. He, you yeah, know, he's being neighborly he, and that, and but well, if you're gonna do something right, you're gonna you're gonna really introduce the pet cemetery correctly in this new remake in 2019 oh no 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 they stumble upon it the little girl gets to visit it by herself and Judd meets her there in the pet cemetery, and it's just dry as shit. There is no true in, true interjection of like, "Hey, uh, we're going to be introduced to the pet cemetery as a family with Judd." No, no, no. We're going to cancel that out. It's just going to be a, you know, there's no remarks about how that roads claim the lives of a lot of these pets and the uniqueness of the pets. It's like, no, we're talking about processions and the rituals and stuff for that. You don't set up a beastings. It was. I was just like shaking my head. And by halfway through this movie, I was like, this is boring. Checked out. This is dull. And by the time we got to the ending, I was like, oh my God, this darkness that everybody was saying that was so extreme. It's it's maybe on that hipster ratio, it's there. This is like somebody that saw Hereditary and said, hey, I'm going to try to do something like that, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's what the whole film felt like. It was like you missed the basis of what the horror film was supposed to be. And it's not about scaring you. It was about let me firmly adjust you to this family and let me peel that banana, stripping it away from you, showing the fear of loss. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this film mi- missed completely is like, you're supposed to hurt throughout Pet Cemetery. You're not supposed to be like jump scares and, mm-hmm. and lolly gag through dark imagery and crap like that. Even Pascal was handled incorrectly in my eyes. Yeah, Pascal Ooh. Pascal was, was underutilized. Granted, like in the books, I, I'm pretty sure he only made one appearance and from there he just... Five. He's the avenging angel. He's mm-hmm. the person that says, hey, you did right by me. I'm going to try to prevent... Mm-hmm. prevent de- I'm going to try to prevent damnation. Yeah. And that's how he reaches to be almost ascension right. to... Don't break the barrier. Mm-hmm. The ground is soil. Or the ground is uh, spoiled. Sour. Sour. There you go. Sour. Yeah. It's like uh, he was the warning. He And even when... And what they forgot in this movie is even when he would be dream walking or whatever the hell but actually walking but thought it was a dream pascal would be there to tell him don't do don't go over the wall yeah. don't break the barrier you try don't to, break the seal you try to save and me doc i'm as, gonna do something for you as soon as the dad crossed that line he moved on to the kid and wife and started warning them to get the fuck out stay the stay away go mm-hmm. go like and you know he was always trying to keep them up, away from each other because they did say the line correctly in this movie though where I'm showing you, it was something along the lines of like, I'm showing you your own destruction if you if you choose to break the yeah, seal. Yeah, he's, he says he's, something about that. He's what, walking the road and he's like showing you like the last vision I can show you is like, this will be your, your road to damnation if you follow this any further. And he's walking the, the road the way the daughter does. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this... uh it also pulls a lot of punches, you know, it, you know, killing Ellie instead of Gage. I don't know if the book did that. I think no, Gage died. In the no, book. Gage died. Um, where Ellie, I thought it was just weak. It was, it wasn't done right. Like when Gage got hit in the original movie, it was like, oh my fucking God. You know, you see the bloody shoe flopping and mm-hmm. no, no, no. It's emotional. Because well, yeah. Well, the kid it's standing in the trucks coming towards No, him. you get that flash of the dad saying no. And then you get the photos of like your child's life. All oh, right. Yeah. From being like a born as a baby to being a first birthday to like current. And it's like those flashes of those photos. It's like what drives home the amount of loss the father mm-hmm. experienced. That was the best acting that fucking Dave Midkiff has and ever I, done. <laughs> I attacked that guy's fucking acting, but you know what redeemed him? This fucking asshole's fucking acting was horrible. I, it's a surprise. I was like, wow, you made the original better. <laughs> like, thank you. I guess that was the, the you gift. You know what? But Jason Clark did a lot of subtle things that I oh, really yeah. fucking liked. When he's standing at, that, at the funeral and he's just kind of looking and you see the tears just start coming. And he's looking at each person, looking at the fucking uh, the step, uh, the dead, father in law, yeah, father in law. Then looking at Judd, looking at the casket, looking at Judd, and it's like motionless, but just his eyes are moving, and the tears start streaming. I'm but like, since they use the book heavier in the original, you get the scene of like the father going, "I told you, what yeah, the fuck? them fighting then, at the funeral, and the, ba- the baby's fucking uh, coffin hitting the ground." I go that. You just made that better. It's like, thank right, you. Again, right. it's like, y'all are constantly. Uh, I mean. Um, they faltered so much in this They film. faltered a lot. And it makes me think with uh, how abruptly, how how quickly the story moves without containing relationships. It seems like there's a lot on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're like, no, this ne- this movie needs to be under a certain amount of time. It seems that way to me because the rush relationship with Judd, the fucking there's just a lot of missing parts that should Every, connect this. If you have any blueprint to what you should do, you had the original film. Yeah. Anything that should have held your head high and go, you know what, we're going to do this, but perfect it. They had it in the original film. They did. They do the side stories of the sister or do the side stories that Judd tells about his dog or the side story about the, the returning uh, army guy. Mm-hmm. They don't, use those scary stories to tell in the dark moments in this film no. they they refer to google searches and very small fucking like flip through this fucking indian book at judd's house yeah and i saw this now, sign on the tree the one thing i did like about about flipping through the book and at judd's is they make mention of the wendigo yeah which they did not touch on in the original and if you if you watch the movie i can't remember if it's whenever they're ta- i'm pretty sure it's when they're taking the cat 
and the, the father the father hears a noise and he looks over and if you look in the direction he's looking you could see the windigo gotcha and the windigo disappears like right there gotcha like it's it's very subtle that i enjoyed a lot because i was like i really wanted to see the windigo and watch hannibal <laughs> yeah that's what that's essentially what i'm gonna have to do no no, no. I, I see what you're saying because he goes they say the same exact line it's like mm-hmm. "Ooh, it's just a loon yeah yeah that was cool <laughs> Yeah. So that I, that I liked. Yeah, <laughs> there's what, a couple of things that I like in this movie. I think there's two things I like in this movie, and that was yeah. that's a couple. Oh, three for me. Then <laughs> it was like fuck. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, I, it, it retraces the original, but exits out a lot of good stuff from the original and mm-hmm. doesn't replace it with anything better. No, no, and I think that's a, a real fucking shame. If you if you want to watch, I it. actually had to look this up to make sure these movies weren't a, a Stephen King's dollar baby. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh yeah, yeah. And he used to license it out for one dollar for new film, new directors yeah. and shit like that. I think he's doing. It's not though, but yeah. uh, I was just like, what? Either the script, like either the script was absolutely written this way, and the director just did shot for shot with no vision, or the script was written accordingly and the director just made he made his own an error in judgment yeah which is an error it, mm-hmm. or my opinion it's an error either way i mean it's the dominoes fell and i'm sorry i mean you, you're given a good cast which i think was a very strong cast i didn't like the wife no nobody ever likes the wife am i right or am i right or am i right especially <laughs> denise crosby like name another, another movie denise crosby came out in oh yeah that one movie with the the fish thing, humans, human noise of the deep, or some shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like yeah, Denise Crosby. But uh, no, from for what she did in the original compared to what this chick did in this one, it's like they didn't even sell the Zelda correctly. Like, how do you fuck no. up that character? And that was one of the creepiest things in the original. And when you went with a female actress and you got a young actress to play the young Zelda with a twisted spine and all that crap, it's like. And then they added all the bullshit with the fucking. Uh, elevator dumbwaiter dumbwaiter thing i was like that was what that man. dude that was actually one part that made me jump that was like when she opened the medicine cabinet and looked up and the goddamn body fell out. i was like ah! <laughs> i just, I just <laughs> imagine a guy jump. in cali smoking joints like i like hill house <laughs> let, me, uh, let me write this scene yeah it's like fuck dude that, that's what i thought that's what i felt for it. you know you felt yeah. it you know yeah yeah the no, dumbwaiter, no, 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 i was no, like no, oh man you, this is you. so hill housey you know i yep. like it oh, and fuck. then you're like fuck you know yeah. they they actually are pending if this movie does well a prequel. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, and I pray it's not the same scriptwriter or the same director. No, no. Then Ralph will get his Windigo story. Yeah, there you go. Hey, there that'd we go. Cool. That means we'll, we'll get Judd. We'll get Judd's dog. The Indian story yep. would be like where you want to go. Yep. Yep. No. <laughs> yep. God, they go. They go. They don't go that far back. They go and they show like the uh, the army guy story. They go. They oh. get Mel Gibson to authenticate the God. actual language spoken. <laughs> it made me sad because in the original one, the one I always kind of cringe at because I was like think it's kind of goofy or cheesy is when the zombie boys killing the zomb- uh the dad. Mm-hmm. Dead better. Dead hate living. Living. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I was like, no, and I actually missed that watching this remake. I was like, damn it, there there should have been more of the scary goofiness that exists. Yeah. Because there's well, like like I said, they did take a lot of their own liberties when they when they made this, and it's it's really unfortunate. Um because for me with I don't know, it's just I'll wait to to say this. Gotcha. Um the movie like it really did miss out on a lot of those beats because I wish they would have thrown in those stories, you know, because like all your, like you were saying before I interjected with the Wendigo story or Wendigo is that they don't give you any sense of danger. They're just like, Oh yeah. Indian burial ground or Indian burials, whatever have you soil sour, maybe a Wendigo. We don't fucking know. We never got a full shot of the Indian burial ground. Mm. It was all so close. Yeah, it was all really fucking Right, far. how many fucking pets can you bury in, in that? I mean, it's about the size of this The left side studio. and the right side is available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, just buried here on top of my dog. There wasn't a full shot of the pet cemetery, and there wasn't a full shot of like the uh, burial ground. The Yeah, there, there, was, there was never a full shot. Like, you got, I think the most that you got was probably like a quarter of it when the camera had pulled out. 
but that was about it unless that was supposed to be the entire thing and that's really fucking small that's like the size of a jacuzzi you know what i thought about though when they uh when they go up the stairs mm. i thought about when you have to make your sacrifice to get the soul stone <laughs> that's what i thought about i was like oh shit he's gonna meet fucking what's his uh red skull's gonna be up there yeah he's gonna have to throw fucking uh you know zoe saldania off the fucking cliff by church <laughs> oh sorry I'm, I'm sorry little one <laughs> you mean throw zelda goldman off the zelda stage. goldman you mean the producer of spam <laughs> the musical glow possibly <laughs> maybe you never know oh man jesus yeah um so yeah it's a it's our fucking retracing i give it a recommend i bet you do <laughs> mm. recommend you waste your money Fuck you! <laughs> 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 let's do final thoughts yes, rep- we'll make i guess I, I i don't know uh, yeah i mean it- no like let's talk about the shocking ending really oh, okay yeah let's ellie talk- comes back You know, Ellie's back, and it's. Just, I do like how they did her droopy eye. Oh yeah, that like, was cool. That was like, cool. It was. No, no, it, was, it, was okay. it was. It was cool. Like, like that church was. cat. The you know how he had that weird like droopy eye or raised mm-hmm. eyebrow. I, I love the kitty in this, but um, I was like, <laughs> that's the thing is like how how they did church. Church was played by four different cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker eye for the last two. He did <laughs> mocap, and then. <laughs> Oh, mo cat, <laughs> mo cat for the mo cat, uh, motherfucker. But there, there's this thing when they come back, they they have like a droopy side of their face. Yeah. It seems like I don't know if, if it's because Church got ran over and she got ran over that their face got fucked up. But she's got like this weird droopy eye, and yeah, she's like, it's very much more talkative. Truck hit them than, and they went cross-eyed. It's very much <laughs> hit the pavement. They went back. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. So, <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot more dialogue with this child um, that I liked in the beginning, where where she's like, "Am Wait, I am I dead? I can feel. I can hear the forest." Right. There was things. Well, wait. There was things like that in 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 saying, "Am I dead?" And questioning. I remember the truck. I remember blackness. How did I get here? And I I like that she's kind of asking. She's trying questions. to piece everything together. What are you but then, like mommy? the very next day, her going fucking wild mm-hmm. is kind of like what? <clears throat> okay, so they just. It seems like it takes a day for the evil to set in. Yeah. I think but then they don't follow their own logic because then the mother turns evil right away and then the father turns evil right away. There's no day, mm-hmm. wait, 24-hour um, period. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, church even. It's like a microwave. Out. You know, you just put it for two minutes and it's ready. I mean, church popcorn. Church even hangs out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like church, the yeah. first day is well, just the stinky cat. The second day he swipes at her. It, it seems like they yeah. tried to go with the, with the idea that the book originally had, which was essentially they don't go evil. They just kind of go about the motions of everything happening and then from there the if i remember right the the demons into possessing or whatever the wendigo or the spirits whatever into possessing the body but they still follow through the motions as though they're there it's just unemotional yeah um but yeah they, they kind of end up throwing that all to the wayside because they meet like within about 24 48 hour span they lose it i think i always think that stephen king went to the Cannes Film Festival or something like that and saw Evil Dead and he kind of plugged in the Deadite scenario mm-hmm. into this with the family scenario. And I think that was always like what fueled him on this because I think that was right around the time of these two releases and he was a big Sam Raimi Evil Dead fan. And I think he loved the idea of the Deadites being able to, a demon being able to possess uh, localized uh, memory mm-hmm. but still fester in the idea of like we're going to grow our horde, join us kind of scenario too. And uh, when this plays in, I think the only fucking scene that the remakes got going for it is that beautiful scene where the dad is bathing the daughter and he's combing her hair vice via, vis-a-vis the scene where, you know, she, she, the, the Ellie's uh, 
uh, petting or, or trying to trying detangle to brush. brush Church. I go, wow, these are cool scenes because they mirror each other. Mm-hmm. And even later, it would play out even further into the demonology cat scenario thing and the Wendigo scenario when he steps on the daughter's chest and she does that spasm like a cat, you know, getting mm-hmm. furious. But that scene where the father's brushing the daughter's hair and he sees the stitches going along the back of the, the staples in the back of the head. And like Nate spoke to the droopy eye, I go, this is what the film's missing. You're not supposed to be scared of the family. You're supposed to hurt mm-hmm. because your fucking need for that normality is so great that you will sink into the darkest fucking, the stonier. Of, you, nobody knows the stonier, a man's heart bullshit. Mm-hmm. You lived up to that quote, and that's the goosebumps you want to fill in the theater is that is your profane longing to love and need for sincere you know goodbye and that completion is it so great that you would test that water Mm -hmm. and that's what this film never fucking felt that's what the mother never held on to like the idea that the mother would have those fatigues or that anxiety about her daughter uh, her her sister and they never played up the 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 scenario of like what the loss meant to her I was crying so hard that I don't think I was crying at all. I was laughing. I was, thank God that Zelda's dead. She's finally dead. It's like all these little moments, these little beats that make the story so viable and significant are oblivious from this film. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you're in that theater for is for jump scares yeah. or unfamiliarity, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, and as curiosity, a, I guess. I was there for a retelling, not. Not a retelling, but a reimagining. And instead, what I got was a carbon copy missing the important parts, (laughs) like the vital, the the heart of the movie, I guess. Well, what me and the wife were talking about was like, when we walked out of it, you saw the miniseries be elevated. Mm. You still want to enjoy the miniseries, but the fucking film elevated the story. Yeah. It's like, wow, this made it significant in its own in its own right. And what Pet Cemetery the remake did is like it didn't elevate the original. It made the original more appreciative. You appreciate mm-hmm. the the standard that was set. Maybe for people our age. But when you go to <laughs> this, it's like it's like direct to video hereditary. Like if I want to watch a good version of Pet Cemetery, I watch Hereditary. Because that has all the family beats and it has that significant closure at the end that just creeps you the fuck out to the very core of you. And then with this, it was like, you know what, we're going to try to do something that's very significant and very dark with Ellie coming back and Ellie being this significant force to fight with. And then the manipulation of the mother, which was a very cool scene. I'll give them that. That scene with Ellie and the mother was just like the mother looking at her child going, you know what, you're not my daughter. I can feel it in my insides. I can sit next to you and know my daughter died and where the fuck you are you're not it mm-hmm. i thought that was the one moment the fucking mother character showed strength and there was actually significance in like emotion and i was like wow it's too little too late like come on guys like y'all y'all should have been bringing this throughout the fucking film and when it came to that fucking last scene of the the, the family walking up on gauge in the car we'll talk about the end all the way we, we said we we're going to talk about it but uh, okay so Ellie stabs mother. She yeah. dies. But she, before she dies, she tells the husband, don't bury me out there. Yeah. And then, she, you know, Ellie whacks her dad over the head, knocks him cold. And she drags the mom out past the pet cemetery. And then the dad goes out there to find him. She He confronts her in the pet cemetery. confronts Ellie in the pet cemetery. And they have, you know, a little fight, tip, tip for tap. But, yeah, as Jeff said, he's holding her down. She's fucking spinning out. He's going to kill her, and then he gets stabbed right through the fucking chest. And the mom, Iron Cross, yeah, the mom already came back. So then they bury him, and they come out. You know, the last scene broke my heart because I'm like, oh, Gage is, Gage is fucking in the car. That poor kid. Oh shit, they're coming back for him. And then Dad, you know, taps on the window, and it's like, oh fuck, credits. But it's like, shit. (laughs) Like, and I leaned over Ralph. I was like, hey. This is how Walking Dead started. <laughs> like everybody keeps getting killed and buried because mm-hmm. it's like it seems like that's the Wendigo demons calling card is it wants to kill to drag to make another to drag to make another to you know join us yeah exactly join us I'm not gonna lie whenever whenever the the dad and Ellie were fighting 
I was really, really hoping I would hear. No fair, no fair. <laughs> <laughs> but what was really cool, uh, another one of the little things that I liked a lot was that whenever Ellie was going after Judd, her face was morphing. Oh, yeah. It morphed to Norma saying, I know what you did. Mm. I know what you fucking did. And it's like, you know nothing. And the you ankle know? and the uh, Achilles oh, yeah, tendon that, is better in this movie. Yeah, the Achilles tendon is better. That's fucking gross. <laughs> and <it's laughs> out. Ah! I was like, ah! oh, I watched Nate cringe on that one. Yeah. Oh, God. Achilles tendons and fingernails get me every fucking time, man. They showed too much in the trailer. They rebuild that one. Well, I mean, he, oh, well, we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, but they shouldn't have. They had the buildup of the bed scene. They should never have shown the stairwell. <laughs> It's like they, you don't do that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's the like one of the four kills in this movie. Like, you shouldn't. You should have just shown us the bed. And that fucking way's... Pascal, his fucking brain is in his cheekbone. <laughs> like, you can see his brain. It's like the entire side of his head. Put your two fists together. That's the size of your brain. Like, it doesn't run all the way fucking down your and shoulders. Yeah, well, it does. It does beat. Yeah. Yeah. It does have, like, a little it's wave. A, what, perfect uh, 97 BPM? <laughs> well, I'm a smoker, so mine's 110 <laughs> at all times. <laughs> I was watching Nate as he was watching that scene. I, like, I couldn't watch that scene. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> Nate, like, Nate's, like, I could see Nate out of the corner of my eye. He's sitting there watching it, and, like... It shows the scene with the brains like down here and Nate's just shaking his head. I was just getting my fear in Las Vegas. And I, all I hear is like Nate, like from years ago, saying that he used to work in an ER. He held someone's brain in his hand. He's like, yeah. it doesn't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> crack, just, cracked open skull. I had to hold, I hold it to, together. I, the whole fucking <laughs> Literally scene and I, metaphorically. Yeah, well, <laughs> shit. That whole scene, I just wanted to chew on a fresh adrenal gland. That's all. <laughs> I was sweating. I was Tell me sweat. about the fucking golf shoes. Cold sweats, that whole fucking scene. I was like, oh, God. Cold as your pickle? Continue the fucking story. What's next? Put your hands where I can see him. <laughs> Put your fucking hands where I can see him. The bureau was stained with hard mustard that dried to a crust. <laughs> All right, let's go into final thoughts. Um, yeah, go ahead, Ralph. Go ahead? Okay, cool. I'll start this runaway truck of... Uh, Movie review. Um, so this movie, <laughs> I I went into it with really high hopes because I wanted to. I, I'm same page as Nate. I want to see like a retelling, a reimagining, you know, to for like current generations. Um, the movie it was entertaining to me. It was, to me, I found it somewhat entertaining. I thought the acting was done better. Um, but the ending really killed it for me. Like whenever they killed off Ellie. All the way to the end, I felt there was just so much more that was there. There was so much more that could have been delved delved into. There was so much more that could have been done. Um, the the girl, I, I got like a Reagan feel for her. Like she felt like Reagan from The Exorcist, from just the, her mannerisms, the way she was talking, the way she was acting, and just how her her voice went from like a very high chipper to a very low and what are we doing daddy are you gonna tell her kind of thing and it it got creepy but it just it didn't feel right like something like the entire thing felt off and by the time the movie was over i was at that point where you are at your at the halfway mark where it's this is fucking boring um they 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 should have taken like you said the original and just built off of that um for me this movie is like if if you want to see a retelling of it you're really big into like remakes and redos and redubs and whatever re anything um rent it maybe uh, when it comes out on like Redbox or if it shows up on netflix you're already spending the subscription on the netflix it's technically a free movie at that point so yeah. knock yourself out but i wouldn't I wouldn't go out to spend the money on it right now or whenever it comes out on Blu-ray. Dollar theater, best. So Avoid. Yeah, rent or avoid. It just really depends on how you feel about Stephen King's work. Like, if you're a big fan, then maybe you might want to rent it, but I wouldn't buy it. Um, For me, I... 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Ralph already said it. I, I wanted a reimagining of this story. I wanted, I wanted it. You know what I mean? I wanted something that improves upon the original. The original is not a great fucking movie. What it was at that time in our, you know, our, I was eight when I saw uh, uh, the original Pet Cemetery. What I wanted was something that meant something to me that improved upon a movie that I have nostalgia for. Um, like it, it, if you watch the, the TV miniseries, the original it movie, it's not a great fucking movie by any stretch of the imagination, but because of nostalgia, it holds this near and dear spot in my heart. And Tim Curry's fucking amazing in it. But what it did, the, the new one, uh, what 2016 or whatever, whenever it came out, what it did was it took that story, turned it on its head, and improved it. And it improved it a lot. There was plenty of scary lines. There was plenty of scary imagery. There was plenty of jump scares. There was, It had everything that worked for an improvement or a reimagining of a tale. This didn't have that. And it was very... And, and I didn't overhype myself for that. I mean, a lot of you listeners are probably like, well, you guys bought in the hype. I didn't. I watched the trailer... If anybody bought the hype, it was me. Yeah, I mean, I watched the first trailer probably twice, and then this newest trailer I, I watched one time. I, I was, I just kind of wanted to go into it as dark as I could, and it just—it's very rare when a movie looks great, the acting is good, but the story sucks and doesn't do anything and falls flat. What it did was it took the heart. The good lines that made the 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 I don't know the binding agents of the very first movie, and just did away with it. So you're kind of left with like this non-emotional moment. When Ellie died, I couldn't have given a fuck. I was like, eh. When Gage died, I fucking as a father still to this day want to cry. Like it's like fucking horrible to watch. It's sad. Like Jeff said, shows the flashes of the pictures of him as a boy growing up and then the father screaming his best performance, by the way, <laughs> screaming. No, um, the funeral scene, the just everything that was tangible in the first one is lacking here. But what this one improves upon from the original is the cinematography. I, I dug the music. I will give the, the sound good kudos because I, I think it's a chick, but who is it? What's her name? No, it's Christopher Young. Oh, Christopher Young. That's right. Yeah, who okay. did the soundtrack for right. Hellraiser? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. He, the soundtrack is good. The acting is good. The story doesn't gel. So I'm gonna give it an avoid. But if you want to see it, just be. I mean, go. Don't cross that road. <laughs> Don't go down that road. <laughs> it needed more yelp. I mean, it did. It's, it's, I can't think of a movie. Jeff, can you think of a movie where almost everything was set up to be perfectly on par, but then the story just, the story tears it apart. Can you think of any movie that does that? But what was the question? Recently. Where the acting's good, the cinematography's good, the direction's good. I, I honestly think this is an editing problem. It follows. Fucking Jesus. Story. <laughs> that joke's about the, five years old. Well, the story's shit, and everything else is great. Oh, come the fuck on. You, okay. Not going to get into it. But Jason Clark, I liked him in Public Enemies. I liked him in The New Wall Street. I liked him in quite a few different movies, The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I like this guy. Uh, Terminator Genesis, he's a good actor. He's uh, The manic side of him in this movie is good. The rest of it is dry, dry bread. And uh, it's a shame. It's a real shame. It's a. I think they're trying to build this new Stephen King universe, and it just put the bar so fucking high. This was supposed to kind of keep it up, but it just fell fucking flat. So no. Um, this was one of the movies where I think midway to the last ten minutes of the film, I just went ahead and uh, I had one of those luxury recliner seats during this film, and I put my legs down. And I was just, I grabbed my popcorn bucket and the my drink, and I was just like, as soon as this Ready ends, to bolt. <laughs> I'm out of here. 
Um, I was hoping that people learn from their mistakes. I was hoping that people grow from current films. And that's why I think there's this Tarantino quote that just happened recently. I, I read recently because of his birthday. Uh, Quentin Tarantino said, there's people who love films and then there's people who think they love films, but really they just love the films they love. And there's those are the two kinds of people. And I think if you're not the person that loves film, you're always going to think you sit on this fucking great idea. But until you love film and you watch the shit and the crap and the good stuff, you watch everything, you don't really have a baseline for what has been done and what can be done better. And I think that this film was one of those films that I think if you watch enough stuff, I think you should have known better when you're doing a remake of such a fucking fun um, property. I love Stephen King. I watch anything with Stephen King. I, I sat through Castle Rock. You know, I sat through everything. Uh, you know, I, you find the purpose in films like The Shining and stuff like that. But one of the key properties I always loved and held on to is Pet Cemetery. I was a huge fan of the original film. And it's not because, oh, yeah, it's kind of cheeseball. I know it's cheeseball. But there's a heart in there that they form. And then they fucking stab it. And they hold it in front of your face. Until that last moment when the dad has to put a fucking needle in the cat and then put a needle in his child, Gage, to the very scene where he buries his wife knowing that <clears throat> oblivion is going to be bestowed on him. He still does it. He, you know, I, I have to take that chance. If there's a glimmer, a chance that my wife can come back and I can have her again, I'm going to take it. This film clicked none of those boxes. It vaguely got into some of the areas, but it missed it completely. Uh, with this property, you should have known better. You should have known better. There was something you could have done here that could have been so right. You had a great cinematographer. You had pretty level-headed directors. I don't know if your screenwriters were your weak point. I don't. I can't diss the cast too much, but there was so much in here that could have been right. And like Nate and Ralph said, with the standard of it, with the standard of the original we should achieve something better in this film. And maybe I'm just old, or maybe I'm just too glued into what the original property was as a literature, or, or even the original film. But this could have been, this should have had more heart. And what fucks up horror more than anything is when you hurt when there's loss. And this failed to deliver that as strongly as I think this property should have. Another thing that fucks up horror is just, hey, I'm making a quick buck. Like a director that just really just doesn't fucking care. And I can't say that this Andy Muschietti cared about it. He loved and, the original. And I can't attack the directors on this either because <clears throat> I don't know that the, that was the issue. I think they were just maybe a little too... Uh, this is their sophomore film, I believe. I think they weren't ready for something like this. Well, I mean, what else did Andy Muschietti do before it? Mama, I mean, he had, oh, he did Mama. He did he did know. he did some properties. That I think that he had the uh, and and I don't know. Maybe sometimes when you're married and you have kids, it's, so these guys are married with kids and they really miss the 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 bouncing point. But even as having a father, you should know where where to strike. Having a mother, where to strike? Where your moments are going to be in the story? It's going to be that purposeful loss or that fucking dirty greed to like want more time i agree and that's what this is it's base basic shit and i, I feel sorry for everybody that has to go out there and cough up their hard-earned money and spend their hard-earned time on this film if you enjoy it then i'm glad uh, i'm hoping when we post this fucking uh this episode y'all chime in in the comments and let us know what we did miss because beyond me getting a little smirk when uh the guy gets a phone call and it's from sheena I, that's like one of the only times I smiled in the film I think maybe once or twice but when he gets the phone call from Sheena and it distracts him to get in the wreck with uh, to hit Ellie and stuff in the original uh, Sheena was a pub rocker from the Ramones that's playing in the road and the guy's yeah. all jamming it and it was just kind of a funny quip that he would get the phone call from Sheena on his yeah. cell phone and that would be the distraction that would cause him to have the wreck I thought that was cool but is that enough? no yeah. law suit <laughs> but uh yeah that's an oil company <laughs> lawsuit lawsuit <laughs> big time but uh i i i'm 
I'm a big one who hates to to shit on films, if uh, especially if yeah, it, you praise shitty films. Yeah, and this one kind of hurt. Yeah. I think it's because you know it's a touchy property. I really mm-hmm. wanted. Well, to. I agree. Like like I said, it's a nostalgia property for me and you. We saw it when we were kids. Ralph, he told me he saw it uh, in college. college. College, gotcha. I saw. I couldn't imagine seeing that. When when, when was that? Two thousand six, two thousand eight, two thousand six, two thousand seven. I mean, like shit. that's whenever that's <laughs> oh, when dude. that's when horror movies were being handed to me. Yeah. I love having Ralph on here because yeah, fresh he, perspective. Exactly. That's why I, whenever Ralph gets something I don't get, I'm like cool. But when he agrees me on like it follows a shitty film, I'm like cool. I'm not a fucking <laughs> idiot. Thank God I'm not a moron. <laughs> Vindication! <laughs> oh, boy. I suck it hard. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll come around. <laughs> I hope not. Hopefully I'll watch a really... I hope you stay a miserable watch, fuck no, the no, no, he'll, days. He'll, no, no, no. He'll watch Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. Uh, and he'll he'll pair that Jeepers Creepers with a fine wine of It Follows. Yeah. Oh, My eyesight's getting worse. I don't see that happening. I get like the Scotty doesn't know kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not alone. I mean, the majority of people see it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. And I think. I, you know what? I don't even want to fucking talk about we it. We actually, you know what? You want to fucking talk about it? Because actually... I fucking love that movie. You two fucking idiots. No, 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 no. Like you said, you're not the only one. We actually have a listener. Um, like, he actually, me and him were talking about this the other day. Like, I, I ran into him, and he was like, oh, hey, have you seen It Falls? I was like, that's a garbage film. He's like, I, I like it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool for you, man. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me he has an IQ of five. <laughs> no, he's he's one, he's like Jeff. He likes he likes a lot of like the artsy films. Yeah, skinny jeans. I just, you know, you know, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I'm too fat for skinny jeans. It'd be like a fucking sausage packed in too tight a fucking wad. <laughs> Looks like you're smuggling two cherries in the Slim Jim. There you go. Let's just can of that. spam in the hot or hot vehicle. <laughs> I need to breathe. <laughs> but no, he was like, yeah, I, I, he was like, oh, I'm. I like. You have to use falls. pliers like, oh, to zip oh, up your okay. jeans or something wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong if you have forceps. To. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh man. You okay there, bud? No. Uh, huh? All right. Oh yeah. Uh, well, hit my music. Is this Aussie conditioner? That is fine hide leather. You've never felt soccer jeans. <laughs> You're good. Good, good, good. right up there. Like, 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 like a fucking Pepsi commercial. Don't go see the fucking movie. In the end, I'm no. glad we went and saw it. You know, we pulled, I'm not. The, we pulled the Band-Aid off. We went and saw it. I mean, we're... We're getting better at staying current with what drops. I saw the trailer for Curse of La Llorona. I want to see that. Me too. You see the, uh, but the, then again, I'm a sucker for fucking ghost James stories. Wan shit. Well, James Wan, but ghost stories in general. I'm Did a you sucker see the, for those. The little teaser for the new Annabelle. Uh-uh. Oh my God. The new Annabelle looks. Uh, it's like the, the, the daughter of the. the I was just the admiring Lawrence. the Elton John movie. Oh man, Rocket Man uh, looks Rocket Man, awesome. Yes. That looks really like fun. I, cool. I think I broke Nate's heart because I was like, I, I was, I'm more excited about this than I than I was about Bohemian Rhapsody because I grew up more on Elton, Elton John because yeah. he showed up on the Muppets a lot more oh, yeah. than fucking Queen did. Well, did yeah. you watch Bohemian Rhapsody? Nope. It's well, fucking horrible movie. <laughs> I thought I was watching Kingman three. <laughs> I saw that Rocket Man trailer. I was like, ooh, I can't wait to the new. No, it's not Kingman. Uh, Kingsman, sorry, Kingsman, Kingman, Kingman. Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. But yeah, no, I, I think I broke Nate's heart a little bit when I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I like Elton John more than I do Queen. What? <laughs> I was a Queen guy. I love Queen. I can name more Queen songs than I can Elton John. That's right. That's like I said, he showed up on Muppets more than Queen did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I mean, always get Elton John and Limberachi mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were the same person. <laughs> Oh, same clothes. Just threw on the Jeepers three, Creeper 3 mask. Jesus, when he looks like a Twilight baseball player. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that got me. You watch Alien Resurrection? Yes. Okay. Are you sure? The fourth I one? Say, I want to say I did. 
That was the prison one, wasn't it? No. No, no. that's the third one. Alien Resurrection, where like the beginning is pretty much like Joss Whedon writing Alien. It's basically Firefly. Is it whenever Ripley was running around, she had like the acid blood after yes. they revived yes. her? Okay, yeah. I've yes. seen that then. With Ron Perlman. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're all kind of fused together. <laughs> I just want to watch that first 40 <laughs> minutes and turn it off. <laughs> For real. No mama shit. Oh, with Fox incorporating Uh-oh. Disney mm-hmm. and Sigourney Weaver being the hybrid protagonist queen of the aliens does that make her a disney princess probably disney actually stated does disney actually stated that they will continue the alien franchise good yeah Yeah, i was like oh god that'd be awesome to see ripley stand up there with the disney princesses (laughs) 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 i mean shit why not that puts a smile on my face dude i mean yeah. New Joker trailer? We're, we're going to have... Oh. Oh. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Dude. Who gives a that fuck? Was, that was magic. That was magic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that was fun. That, that looks like magic. Lie. Jesus. I wanted to watch Suicide Squad. I wanted to commit suicide. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say Suicide Squad. Yeah, no shit. I can't wait. I just... Uh, yeah. I can't wait. New Joker. It's better than that bullshit that we got with Gotham. Oh god, that was kind of weird. That was fucking weird. I don't even know what these guys. The are Gotham TV series. About. They introduced a new Joker. Yeah, yeah the I same know nothing. fucking day that they released the fucking trailer. Yeah, I know nothing. Irony. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking irony. <coughs> or more like, hey, pissing contest. Yeah. You know, they now own the rights to Predator. They own the rights to Alien. They own. I don't know, dude. Blade I, I, yeah, I really hope Disney puts out some fucking goodness. I want to see Blade Runner meets Tron. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I want to see that cells within cells within. Hey, man, it's Jeff Bridges. It's like <laughs> fuck. This is awesome. Oh man. I don't know how he survived in there without eating. It's digital jazz. He's man. vegan. <laughs> he had a pig on a skewer. How the fuck do you have a pig? He had pistachio microchips. <laughs> it's a pate. It tastes like nothing. <laughs> but it gives you substance to stay alive. I don't know. Uh, although, God, I really wish they'd continue Tron. Oh, dude. Blinden Almond uh, Koi. I really wish they'd continue Tron. Yep. Because I, I don't know. I'm probably alone on that, but I love mm-hmm. Tron Legacy. No, nah, Tron but was the fucking, fucking amazing. animated Tron Uprising. If you can, seek it the fuck out. It is so good. It is so fucking good. The soundtrack's amazing. Oh, God, the soundtrack's great. Fucking Tomorrowland killed that movie. Mm. Fuck Tomorrowland. I like Tomorrowland. The Tomorrowland is good. <laughs> Fuck Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland is the one that tanked the idea of doing another Tron movie. Yep. I think Tron Legacy tanked the idea of doing another Tron movie. Oh, well, no. It fucking it did amazing in theaters. Yeah, in Japan. <laughs> where, they have the, where they have Google the ride. Like Utah? Dollars dude, are dollars, bro. In Japan, they got the fucking Tron ride at their Disney. I was like, dude, I want to go on the Tron ride. Mm-hmm. Like, why haven't I? The motorcycles? It's yeah. uncomfortable. Is it? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I could imagine. From uh, YouTube. <laughs> uncomfortable for a fat <laughs> man. Well, it, it, dude, it's like when uh, it's like when uh, Six I like Flags had the uh, Riddler's Revenge. <laughs> when Six Flags had the Riddler's Revenge, do you know that ride where you're oh. standing straight up? Oh. Oh, okay. God, Let me tell you a story. I oh, went no. there as a kid. <laughs> probably oh, no. about 15, right? Okay, so you're standing straight up in this fucking thing. Like a bicycle seat? No, yeah, well, you got this little harness under a your banana nuts, seat, right? So you got a seat with the you know bicycle yeah. thing right here, and, Batman and then you got to pull down, mm-hmm. and then it latches together, and it goes up and down yep. to adjust for size. Yeah, me being a smart ass, I was jumping. Of course you were, and, and they, they locked it with my feet that far off the fucking ground. <laughs> so every backflip or every little fucking dive, felting your dick in your balls, my nuts <laughs> squished, bro. He keeps kicking me in the dick. Why? Why does he keep kicking me in the dick? Oh, my fucking God. It hurts so bad. So This is the origin story of the brown tomato. This is the origin story of the popped tomatoes. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, That's why I can't grow pubes. And blue speedos. (laughs) His testicles were about as red as that balloon right there. Oh, dude. It it hurts so bad. Probably about that size. That was like a two and a half minute ride, too. Oh, fucking shit. Brutal. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. It, it hurts so bad. Oh my so God. I imagine the Tron bike being very similar. 
Could be. Could be. be. You're laying like a crotch rocket. You're all dick and balls (laughs) forward. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, wow. I didn't know they can get that flat. I'll just tuck it back. (laughs) (laughs) Does this look like cancer to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's engorged. (laughs) Oh, man. That's awesome. The balls are inert. Oh, God. Uh, so I think that's pretty much it for fucking Pit Cemetery from us. Can't elevate from that story. Along with everything else. <laughs> it's getting edited out. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nate. <laughs> I'm Jeff. And this is Ralph. Catch us next time. Yep. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. Sound clips, sound effects, and music used in Deep in the Horror of Texas is owned by the copyright holders. Deep in the Horror of Texas makes no claim of ownership on the copyrighted audio and simply uses it for the sole purpose of entertainment, criticism, commentary, and education or fair use. Please support the official release of the audio used in today's episode where available to you. And remember to keep it scary.